Welcome, Mistorians. Host Austin Heave She and host Brenda She Her have been waiting for you. Come along for Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. This is episode 48 of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries, oh, shit, it is. and it is officially allergy season. <laughs> I'm surprised we got the episode number right, because we didn't talk about it before. We always like triple check, and this time Brenda just went, she just sent it. I was just very confident in in my beliefs, which my is that audition, we're episode 48. My audition looks weird. So everyone, I had to hard reset my full computer and was like, delete everything. It's fine. I had my personal files, but I didn't have like apps backed up. So I had to read down yeah. audition. So now I have like audition 2021 and it looks slightly different, but it seems like it works the same. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I hate about like updating like Adobe stuff. Cause like I put it off for so long that when I finally do update, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, um, I'm still using. Adobe Photoshop 2018. <laughs> and they can't stop me. I've downloaded 2021 and it doesn't work. It's like broken in weird ways. Yeah. Especially I, like zoom in, zoom out doesn't work right. Oh. It's very stressful. <laughs> yeah. I, I went, I hit, we hit go and I'm like, oh, what? It just looks like it's clearly still recording, but it looks weird. Yeah. It just doesn't look the same. What what year of I'm using 2020? Yeah, see, right I'm now. used. I had that one, but now I have 2021. Oh yes, yeah. This is 2021. Yeah, the it? year changed. We're we're th- oh. you're 30. Oh my god, no! <laughs> How could I let this happen? <laughs> where the fu- where the fuck is Stephen Strange? I'm taking the time stone, and he can't fucking stop me. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time to 1996 when Pokemon comes out. <laughs> uh, I think we have a little bit of news. Yes. So DC yesterday announced a couple animated features. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first one and the one I care about the least, um, which <laughs> might be might be surprising <laughs> if you know me, is, <laughs> is a Michael Reeves, uh, Bruce Tim Batman cartoon. Um, which we've just had so many Batman cartoons at this point, and I also am starting to suspect at this moment in time that maybe Bruce Tim is not great at making things, so I'm not really <laughs> excited. J.J. Abrams is also there. Oh, yes. I forgot about J.J. Abrams. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, the first person I would pick to write a bat- or work on a Batman show. Yeah, it's been very interesting some of the animated stuff getting announced and who's getting to work on it, because being on Twitter, uh, animators are always like, this is bullshit. Like, animated Twitter? Like, animation Twitter? A- animation Twitter. Animation Twitter? Like, animation Twitter. Just says it with their whole chest. They don't, like, subtweet. They're like, yeah, this is fucking stupid. I wish I was a Hollywood producer and I could actually make a fucking cartoon. 
Yeah, they're like, how do I get into this fucking industry? Like, it's... Oh, I have to go make a live-action movie, because they, of course, know how to make cartoons the best. Yeah, and it's like, someone who went to school for making cartoons is like, I have been unemployed for two years, like... (laughs) And meanwhile, J.J. Abrams just gets to roll in and be like, burp, 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 okay, I'm making a Batman series. Yeah, it's, uh, oh. I can't wait for the interviews that are like, I've never worked in a cartoon before. I don't, maybe he has. <laughs> I don't know J.J. Abrams' career that well. For I know, he was yeah. like, I went to school for animation and Switch. I don't know, but. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it is to say, it's weird that the announcement, the big, it was like, Bruce Tim and Michael Reeves, you know, the people who have just been doing Batman cartoons forever. We don't need a new voice. And this guy who just got done doing Star Wars movies. And you're like, who did? Why? <laughs> Star Wars and Star Trek. And I'm like, has he done anything like gritty? I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard also there was like maybe an Aquaman series in development, but I didn't see anything oh. from that one. Which is why I was like, um, where's Wonder Woman? Like, Where's Wonder Woman? Where's Wonder Woman? I I posited the scenario of a Wonder Woman series, animated series, in the same vein as Hercules the Animated Series, where it's like kind of comedy, but it's also like teen drama ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think that would be really fun. And I'm like, how do you do an animated series with Wonder Woman? That's always like the like the pro. Like, it's not so much a problem, but it's just like how do you how do you do it? It's I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, how do you do it? And I think that's the only way. I think it'd be good. And then she'd have her girlfriend because she's on the mascara still. Yeah. And you need drama. Be- like, you, if you're going to have teen drama, like, you, li- they literally have to have a girlfriend. Oh, God, it would be so funny, though, if, like, th- they're at, like, girl school for girls. And, <laughs> and like, teenage Steve Trevor just, like, watches up on shore. <laughs> That's the problem. They would do that. He was like, oh, I was wakeboarding and got hit by a rip. I was surfing some rad yeah. waves. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. They would do that. That'd be the season one finale. And then season two, she's in, like, man's world or whatever. Yeah. And she's, like, going to, like, um, like uh, just regular high school mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And she's just like, wow, high school's really different out here in the world of man. <laughs> uh, maybe we don't want nice. it because that's exactly you know it's not even season two that's halfway through season one i think i still want it <laughs> i think i think it would be so much fun <laughs> god forget making batman a teen let's make wonder woman a teen batman but it has to be have a like a female showrunner has to batman as a teen i don't think is enjoyable i think if they're gonna do teen just do dick grayson there's a like a um a DC graphic novel that's like Teen Batman, but like all of his rogues gallery is like um Batman villains. And I haven't read that one. I think mm-hmm. it's called Gotham High. Mm-hmm. Bruce may or may not be Asian in that one, which is neat. Okay. Uh, I could be wrong, but I think he is. And I've been meaning to read that on the library app Hoopla, which supports your local libraries and has like a shit ton of graphic novels. Thanks, Hoopla. Thanks, Hoopla. Love it. So, like, all of, like, the DC stuff, like, young adult stuff is, like, on there. So that's how I read Nubia, the real one. Oh, nice. Um, which is an amazing book, by the way. Um, but if you use apps like Hoopla through your library, the creators get paid. So <laughs> it's cool. It's better than piracy. It's free. 
Just get this a- is not sponsored. I just love Hoopla. But Hoopla, if you want to sponsor us, we do. We will take your Hoopla money and talk about <laughs> hoopla. you. Hoopla, I'll die for you. Probably, probably <laughs> in a more efficient manner where we list like some facts you give us. It's so easy to sign up for Hoopla. All you need is a library. No, hey, no, we save that for the dope. Hey, we're not sponsored yet. (laughs) Figure it out, Hoopla. The other news. (laughs) No, wait, wait, wait. We need to get Togo Superman. That's what I was going to say. That's the other news. Oh, okay. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) The other news, Brenda. No, wait. What could you possibly be saying? Austin. Austin, I need to talk about Himbo Superman, please. They're making a Superman show, and it's, like, the one good thing about them making a Batman show is that since they're making a Superman show at the same time, they know it has to be, like, not dark, because that's what Batman's for. Yeah, it has to be tonally different than Batman. So we saw this, like, back with, like, when Batman the Animated Series was running, like, congruously with Superman the Animated Series, and Superman the Animated Series was just a more, like, kind of lighthearted optimistic series i think he always um, fought in the daytime he did it was always like just bright ass day in metropolis which is wild right you think like uh, lex Luthor deploys like an army of killbots he's like i'll do it in the middle of the day where everyone can see like what do you what's the what what's the plan here homie yeah it it doesn't make a lot of sense but like <laughs> neither does lex Luthor's <laughs> logic <laughs> but yeah it's uh it looks totally different. All we have is one image of Clark, Lois, and Jimmy Olsen. It's very bright. Uh, Clark is clearly a soft husband-wife. Uh, Lois is bi and chaotic. No one can tell me otherwise. And Jimmy's black. And I, I am ready. They're 20-something starting their journalism careers. I'm so stoked. This is made for me. This is tailor-made for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've been waiting... Because, like, a couple, like... um. I feel like there's been a couple pitches or, like, artists who have just put together, like, a pitch for fun about, mm-hmm. like, a Daily Planet Superman series. Mm-hmm. And I think a notable one is, like, Brittany Williams put one together, like, six years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an artist, like, pretty recently, I think, who also put one together. Yeah. I remember. Their name is I think Kenna? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know their full name because it's Twitter. I don't know if, like, they have shared their full name on Twitter. But they're Kenna Jean. At Kenna Jean on nice. Twitter. Oh, they work for Pixar. It looks like they are working on Luca. <laughs> oh, neat. Um, <laughs> I was going to put a joke there and I couldn't think of one. Yeah, anyway, uh, it's pretty, like, I saw, you sit, so Brenda sent me, like, a, the, the only screenshot we have of this show so far. Um, and my immediately thought was, oh, is that artist from Twitter working on it? Because they've been pretty much drawing this. <laughs> yeah, it's to what they were doing i'm not gonna lie <laughs> and, and we don't know right like because this wasn't even officially officially announced it was like it was a the superman one was in the special uh what is it called the extra features of like batman the long halloween part two or whatever mm-hmm. so there there hasn't been i don't think any sort of uh announcement from one of those animation we know we know the voices for Clark and Lois, and that's it. Yeah. Which, at least they're, like, that far along, so, like, hopefully this isn't going to be shelved mm-hmm. for any stupid reason, because if I don't get Himbo Clark, I would just rock it into the sun. I mean, we know just it's like approved Superman. for... It's been ordered for two seasons, so they already, like, yes. doubling in. It's so good. I'm so excited. Words cannot express 
Uh, so yeah, they're getting some new animated DC stuff. It'll be on HBO Max. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I think we've been saying for a long time now, DC should lean into the animated stuff and forget the Mm -hmm. live action stuff. And hopefully this is them doing that. Uh, hopefully I'm sure at some point these two shows will cross over. They will probably never cross over with the Harley Quinn show because that is an adult animated series. Yeah, it's like, this doesn't seem the right demographic, but maybe Batman and Superman will cross over and maybe they'll hold hands. Yeah, um, it'll cross over uh, at some point. They'll probably throw in cameos of other DC heroes and see what sticks. They'll get like their faces really close to each other, maybe just lean in a little bit and like you can kind of pretend they're a little smooch. <laughs> you can, you you know what, Brenda? I won't, I won't, I won't dissolve your joy. Apparently the voice for Superman is some guy from The Boys. Really? Yeah. Which boy? Jack Quaid? <laughs> huh. I don't know. I have never watched even a trailer for The Boys because I can't be bothered to. Yeah, my interest is a negative 500. <laughs> they, they announced The Boys and I was like, that's not going to be good. If you like. I can't even. Yeah. yeah. I can't even like look at the covers of The Boys comics without feeling like I want to die. Yeah. If you like The Boys, that's fine. Uh, I yeah, don't. Yeah, a lot of people like it, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Personally, I've heard the show is better than the comics, and that they fix that's a couple a things. That's a low bar. It's so low. It's like, oh, uh, okay, continue. If I'm, I was gonna say, if you want like a what a Superman sucked kind of story, I think Invincible's better personally. Yeah, Angel, please, Angel. <laughs> okay, he almost stopped the. But he didn't. Thanks, Here. Angel. Uh, thanks, thanks, Anja. Love you, buddy. Get away from my computer. The last bit of news I had is they're they're making an Attack the Block too. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. Um, if you don't know Attack the Block, it is a it was a it was a sci fi film that starred John Boyega before he was like big, and once he got big, people kind of rediscovered it and became like a cult classic because when it first came out, it was most like middle of the road reviews. Like people who saw it liked it, but a lot of people didn't know it existed. Yeah. Um but it's coming back. He's in the second one along with like the original team that worked on it. Um so Joe Corn Joe Cornish is writing and directing. Um he's also producing. Nira Park is attached, and so is James Wilson. And they are the four like names who worked to make the first one. Hmm. So Joe is writing and produ- writing and directing, and one of the producers in Nira Park and James Wilson, the other producer writer team. Nice. Um, so that's all you know. We just know there's a sequel, and that uh, people are excited because John Boyega hasn't been in a film now in a while. He was in that. Yeah. He was in a BBC series, which is the episodes are like movie length, which was wild to me. <laughs> <laughs> what a episode one is like two hours, and I was like, what the <sighs> fuck. That's why I can't watch British shows, because you just never know how long an episode's going to yeah. be. It's like, it could be three hours long, and you're just there, and you're like, I'm just never going to finish this. Yeah, absolutely wild. Uh, but it's been a decade since the first one, and the team seems excited to make the second one, and I'm excited to see John Boyega back in a lead role for a film, and I'm sure it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm also sure the budget is going to be, like, way through the roof now. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be good. 
I think the last thing is that iCarly's coming back. Oh, yeah. Which ties in with, like, last week's episode. That's true. Yeah. iCarly will be making a return on Paramount+. Plus. So you're considering getting Paramount Plus now. I like, yeah, before I was like so I was going to get a trial for Paramount Plus, but don't worry about that. You'll find out why later. Um <laughs> but not like I'm considering getting Paramount Plus only because one uh the new like best friend role um is a black actress who is beginning a lot of harassment and hate because people think she's trying to replace Sam uh in that actress. And two things. One, she's like, I'm not, I'm not, like, she's not Sam. They're not just like, Sam's black now. Um, yeah. Two, that actress has said publicly a few times, like, she doesn't want to act anymore. Yeah, the actor, actress who played Sam is not acting anymore. She doesn't, she doesn't feel proud about the roles that she played before. And she doesn't want to deal with Nickelodeon, which I think is all valid. Yes. Um, she's had a really rough life. So I think if she doesn't want to have anything to do with it, she doesn't have to yeah. at all. And there's no... As far as we know, publicly, there's not bad blood, like, between her and Miranda Krasgove. They went to, mm-hmm. like, it, this is all, like, based on Instagram. Like, they seem like they have hung out a few times. They were at a wedding together. Uh, so, it seems like they are, at least publicly, friends. Um, yeah, it's like, they don't have any obligation to see each other ever again. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's done. Um, and I also just excited, because I know Miranda Krasgove... Enjoy, like, I know she enjoyed the role she played through Nick, but also uh, that guy was attached to them and hurt a lot of people. And I just think it's exciting that she could return to the role and, I don't know, like, have have a happier exit from the projects. Yeah. And then they can also, like, Nick can show that, like, these kind of shows don't need that guy yeah. to be good. Because I don't think they've made so- a show like that since they got rid of him finally i think there's been a maybe like one or two but he did like all of their live action Mm -hmm. so um recreate they got to recreate like the feeling without him involved and i think that's super doable because like oh yeah it's not hard (laughs) well i think as long as they leaned like what they leaned into before and i think the iCarly one's a good start but i'd like to see new ips because what they did before Mm -hmm. is like they asked the kids and then and then some shows the teens like what's funny yeah like the big thing for all that for example was like the kids wrote a lot of the skits Mm -hmm. um because they know they're like this is what is funny because i'm a kid trust me (laughs) yeah so it like resonated it wasn't just like 30 or 30 40 or oh god i'm 30 (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't just me writing a joke for kids (laughs) (laughs) um it wasn't just like 30, 40 somethings like trying to pretend that they knew what kids wanted. It was kids having input, which is why the Nickelodeon was originally built as like by kids for kids. Yeah. Um, because kids had a lot of involvement. So I think they need to bring like that aspect back. I think that iCarly is a really good show to do that with because it was on for like, so it was on for a while. Yeah. And then a lot of people who watched um, Drake and Josh also just kind of rolled over to still watching iCarly. Yeah. Well, because I had um, her and not- I had. Yeah. The actor who was Steve, but I don't remember his name. <laughs> that guy. That guy. But not that guy. This is... Th- yeah, he, not that he's guy. He's fine. This this but- other guy's fine. I just don't remember his name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was in it too. So it was kind of familiar. Like I didn't watch iCarly um, personally, but I know a lot of people who did, who are like our age. Mm-hmm. So I watched... I think it just... A, I watched yeah. like 
it for a while. I eventually fell off. Like when I went when I went away to college, I probably ran for a lot longer than I thought it would. Yeah. So it just it spans this massive like time period of like age age groups. So I think it's like a really good way to kind of like ease back into having like live action entertainment like this. Mm-hmm. It, the actress's name is Lacey Mosley, is like the new yeah, li- edition. She hosts a podcast called Scam Goddess, oh. where she talks about like scams. Oh. Um, and it's like, it's. I'm always like very impressed by anyone who hosts a podcast alone. Wow. Like, yeah, Jesus. Um, oh my God. Uh, yeah. Oh, imagine doing this by yourself. <laughs> I can't. Like, sometimes I'm like, you know, I could just like throw together like a fun little Conan podcast. And then you just think about just me sitting here. I have a hard enough time narrating a script for my videos alone in my basement. <laughs> like, I'm just supposed to talk to myself. It's such an incredible skill set that. I just can't do it. And, and Lacey has such like a, um, incredible personality. Like you just, it's just so, she's so charismatic. She sucks you in and you just have to listen. It's a Spotify, um, only podcast, oh, but it's really good. It's, it's cool. really interesting. Um, the, um, and then recently one of the writers, co-producers, French, Francesca Ramsey, uh, pretty much said, Hey, if you're being racist, fuck you. Don't watch our show and don't subscribe to Paramount plus. We don't need your money. I love that energy. <laughs> um, which I just, yeah, that is like energy that people were like not allowed to bring even 10 years ago on the internet for their projects. And mm-hmm. I really love that now people yeah. are like, I don't, I I can't stress enough how much I don't need you to pay for my thing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, nice. Yeah. I think that's the news. That's the news. It was a good news week. Yeah. Some good stuff going on. Yeah. Well, stay tuned if I get Paramount Plus, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I I chose Team um, Discovery Plus. Oh, how's that been? <laughs> oh, that good. It's full of trash, <laughs> but it has some specific trash that I enjoy. Like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows how much HGTV I consume. Oh, let they me do have HGTV, ass- don't they? Yeah, let me assure you, it's a disgusting amount of HGTV. Okay, but hear me out. The issue I have <laughs> yes. is streaming yes. HGTV shows isn't the same, because I need the commercials to, like, talk about the show I'm watching. Like, it's that kind of show, you know? Yeah, that is a little bit jarring, because, like, the thing with HGTV is that they um, manufacture, unlike shows where they're, like, renovating a house, they manufacture um, uh, problems. Yes. And when you have no commercials... It's literally just like, oh, God, what is that? What is that? Oh, my God. And then, like, it cuts back to, like, um, the show, and it's literally just, like, a rock. Yeah. A tiny rock, and it's no issue, and they just move on. <laughs> like, Or because sometimes, that- like, what'll be weird is, like, there's the cut, and if you're watching House Hunters, they come back, and they're like, they recap what they were talking about, mm-hmm. but you're like, it's been two seconds, not ten minutes of commercial. Yeah. Here's the weird thing about how they present House Hunters on Discovery Plus. Mm-hmm. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, is that there are just so many episodes of House so Hunters. Many. There's like literally there's so thousands. Yeah, I, there's so many fucking episodes of that franchise. Yeah, so you can't just like pick an episode of House Hunters. House Hunters runs on Discovery Plus on it, a loop. Oh! Like, and so like you, and it's not like live TV where you can be like, there's a new episode of House Hunters every 30 minutes. There's no commercials. So it's like, just you'll just tune into the House Hunters channel, and you're in the middle of an episode of House Hunters, and like you can't plan when new you don't know when a new episode's going to start because they're 20 minutes long. That's almost what I want. I just need it to 
essentially be cable and give me a tv guide yeah essentially like you just don't know what house hunters you're gonna get so you could like get the weird season of house hunters that was like christmas house hunters oh. which i didn't know existed oh, no. which yeah, is that one's bad oh, God, it's it's so funny because they'll just be like it'll definitely be the summer and they'll just be like we need a house and then they'll like do like the normal house hunters thing and they're like i don't know if the christmas tree could fit here and you're like what <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Christmas House Hunters. <laughs> and then, like, some, like, jingle bells play, and you're like, okay. Um, House Hunters International runs on a separate loop. Because, um, okay, that is, like, that is what people want. Like, I want it just, like, I want just the House Hunters to keep me company. But yeah, just give me commercials. I, w- I just miss cable. <laughs> so... So you can get a version of Paramount, not Paramount, God, Discovery Plus that has commercials oh, yeah. and it's cheaper. Yeah, so you'll get your commercials. Cool. But, I'm just um, going to do that, everybody. I'm set. <laughs> yeah. Um, other shows that kind of like run on a loop, uh, Fixer Upper is on a, like a live loop. Yeah, that is all I want. Yeah. I would, just I would like pay just... them like $5 a month just to get those two shows on a loop of commercials. Right. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. That's pretty much why I did it. Because like me and my mom would just like put on like a couple episodes of House Hunters and then just like chill and do a puzzle or like wander around. And it's it's perfect for that. Um, Paddington. Oh, yes. Let's stop talking about HGTV. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's the last Wednesday if we did our math right. Yes. I double checked. I triple checked. I quarter checked. I um five checked. <laughs> And that means we're going to the movies. And we thought, I don't know how we got to it, but we said that we were watching Paddington 1 and 2. I don't remember how we decided that, but we did decide it. Yeah, I mean, like, Paddington 2 was decided because um, Paddington has a 100, Paddington 2 has a 100% positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So it has a higher rating than Citizen Kane. It's the highest rated film on the site with 244 positive reviews. Yeah, so that just means it is objectively the best movie yeah. ever. There was an article that came out that said it was like a perfect movie. And then like a bunch of people were like, oh yeah, it is. Uh, it is widely considered like best best film. Yes, which is interesting because here in America, like I feel like we adjacently know about Paddington. Yeah. But he's not like big like i was like okay the little i feel like maybe he was on nickelodeon in the middle of the day like right next to like rupert the bear and david the gnome those are all (laughs) words you just fucking said what are you talking about hey uh steven steven hello you know about david the gnome i know if you listen to this podcast steven i know you know about david the gnome (laughs) don't lie to me like little bear (laughs) no rupert the bear okay so i know little bear no, Rupert. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I never had heard of Paddington. I didn't know what a Paddington <laughs> was. What the hell's a Paddington? Yeah, I was like, what is, like, I didn't, so my partner, everyone, loves Paddington. Loves Paddington the bear. Loves, like, Paddington, lo- loves Paddington. My partner, like, I had Paddington in my house because of my partner. Like, I had seen them in passing when she watched them, but that's kind of it. Uh, I had no... Yeah. I didn't realize there was like it was like a toy that they were like we're gonna make it like a thing. So yeah, and I've also learned that Paddington is a, is a train station. Yeah, so we learned a lot. We did. <laughs> <laughs> also, these educations because um, they are British productions, and it's so interesting to me because like British actors will be in like anything, 
So there's like yes, and British and just Euro actors in general, because Paddington Two has some Irish actors. But mm-hmm. there's like really famous people in these movies. Yeah, there's a and it there's a Doctor Who yeah, in go- these movies. Yeah, he's in both of them, and this was when he was still the Doctor Who. Like, so he was still a big deal. They were like, well, "You want to take a break from Doctor Who to make Paddington?" And I assume Paddington must be bigger. That he was like, "It would be an honor." Yeah, he was like, "Uh huh, down." <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Nicole Kidman's in the first one. Yeah. Oh, she's why she's scary. <laughs> hey, fun fact about Paddington One: Nicole Kidman did knife training for that. Oh my god! She learned how to twirl twirl juggle and throw knives for that role i think she's like the most hardcore children's movie villain i've seen in a long she's time like she is like naga cruella Deville. yeah she's like cruella Deville up to a million like <laughs> she's so much anyway <laughs> so we're gonna be talking about two paddington so i the, the first, I'd never seen either of these, which is, I think is how Paddington Double Feature came, came around. Ah. Um, because I think, like, the other logical movie to have watched for this would have been um, that one that just came out on Netflix. The one in the car. Car? The the road trip. Oh, Mitchell's the- versus the Machines. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one. one. That would have been that another. That one's really good. We, we'll get to it later. It's still out. Yeah. No, hey, this I- is our show. We can do what we want. We can do it whenever, like, we can watch it whenever we want. I haven't watched it yet because everyone's like, it made me cry. Oh, and I'm like, okay, absolutely. well, I don't want to cry. And then I watched Paddington and I hey, cried. Hey, yeah, I cried, so. like, the entirety of Paddington, too, and I was not expecting that. Yeah. Paddington 1 got me, too, immediately, right out of the gate. Um. um oh, that's, so, the fun fact I had about Nicole Kidman, she learned knife throwing, and then they yeah. took them out because it was too scary. So she only. So she doesn't actually do. There's one scene where she does it, like when you get introduced to her, and there's apparently a lot yeah. more, like knife throwing and twirling and juggling, and they're like, "You are too scary." <laughs> she was already a lot to handle. Like, I think Paddington Two tones toned it down a little yeah, bit. Absolutely, they're like, "Uh." Paddington Two is a lot more whimsical than Paddington yeah. One. And I don't think Paddington 1 was a bad movie. I think it definitely is a flawed movie. Um, but it sets up what we get in Paddington 2, yes. which is the perfect movie. So, so some quick facts for y'all. Um, mm-hmm. Paddington, the first one, was released in the UK November 28th, 2014, to critical acclaim and had a budget of £38 million, which is about £55 million US, uh, and went mm-hmm. on to collect £268 million US worldwide. Which is, that's so, that's, that is wild. Yeah, that's absolutely wild. Um, I couldn't figure out, like, how much it made in the UK alone, because I know that's, like, the big market for it. Uh, A lot of actors and a lot of people that were in this movie were like, of course I'll be in this movie, because, like, Paddington's, like, like, almost Mickey Mouse status for them. Like, Paddington is, like, a big UK thing. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that'd be like someone asks you to star alongside Mickey Mouse in a live action yeah. movie. You'd do it. Absolutely. Um, it's about this bear who is not named Paddington yet. Uh, he does, he's does. he got a bear name. He has name, a bear but... name, and I, won't, I don't want to upset... Uh... <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I don't want to upset bears by saying it wrong. <laughs> 
Okay, um, he so he has a aunt and uncle bear. So in this one thing, I gotta set straight. In this world, he is a bear. Like he never tries to yeah. be boy. He's just a bear, and people are like, oh look, it's a bear, and that like that's kind yeah. of it. <laughs> no one's concerned about the fact that he is a bear. Really, like they're mostly just like they don't want a bear around, but they don't. They're not concerned concer- that he's a bear. It's, yeah, they're not concerned. Yeah, they're just like, maybe a bear shouldn't be here. Like, like he, like, talks and stuff. Like, there's no, uh, there's not the usual bit of, like, animal they have to convince people of as, a like, like a person. They just kind of start, and there's, like, this whole World War, there's this whole, like, World War One explorer bit. Um, and he, his aunt and uncle are, like a rare breed of bears and Paddington is as well, where they are a person. Yes. This explorer finds these bears that are a new undiscovered species of bear, I guess that can just that have like speak English. Well, they have like, they have what a human level sentience. Yeah. Like they can learn how to be like people. And then they get obsessed with being like people. Because the explorer like gives them all these gifts, and the big thing he gives them is marmalade. Yeah, that's like that's, that's their the thing whole now. thing. Marmalade, a marmalade sandwich has all the vitamins and uh, what is vitamins and something else uh, that that a growing bear yeah that needs. a growing bear needs for on a daily diet. Like they could have one marmalade sandwich and like I am satiated, and I was like, what the fuck are you? You're a bear. <laughs> One second, I'm looking up if oranges grow in Peru. <laughs> they're in Peru also, everybody. Yeah. They're like grizzly bears oh. in Peru. <laughs> in in the jungle of Peru. Um, uh, okay, they oranges do grow in there Peru. You, go. you learn something new every day. You learn how to make marmalade <laughs> in the second one. Yeah, you do. Uh, That's a good scene. We'll get there. But they, so now the his aunt and uncle want to go to London. But they're very obsessed. Very obsessed. With they don't make it. Uh, the movie starts and someone dies. That was stressful. I cried. I was just like, I was like, ha beans, like a a storm, earthquake. Hits? Oh, it was an earthquake. An earthquake hits, I, I and that. they go to the shelter, and one of them doesn't make it, and someone's dead now. And the only response is, "We got us in Paddington to London." Yeah, alone. Yeah, alone because they are <laughs> too old and tired to make the journey. And then, yeah, like, Paddington's relative is like, I'm going to the home for retired bears. Yeah, in Peru. And I'm like, <laughs> in Peru. And it's you see it at the end, and it is just like a retirement home full of bears. It's, <laughs> like, I absolutely love that, because there's a lot of ways to handle anthropomorphic animals in movies. And that this mm-hmm. was just like, no, they're just like bears that are people. That just yeah, exists. It, it that just, just goes... exists in this world, and everyone knows it. It's just like that's just a thing. <laughs> and it is just these bears. There are no other nope. animals that have like, like there's pigeons in this movie. There's like a weird CGI chihuahua in this movie. It's just the bears. The bears are special bears. <laughs> Very rare species of bear. Very rare bear. <laughs> rare, rare bear. bear. Rare bear. Be this episode, if it wasn't, it goes to the movie. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in parentheses. Paddington double feature. Rare bear. Um, 
And then last week I gave up with clever titles. Hey, listen. It's like I <laughs> Hey. Hey everyone. Do you Hey, if you are actual friends with Brenda, tell her last week was a good episode. If you're if you don't Thanks. know Brenda in real life, send it to the podcast Twitter. Don't bother her personal life. <laughs> no offense. We love you fans, but we keep them separate for a reason. <laughs> yes. I'm a very private person. Uh but yeah, he, so he makes it to London, and now he has to find a proper home. Also, he was taught about London from, like, his aunt and uncle, who learned it from, again, circa World War One London guy, who was like, London's a fine, proper place, and now it's like 2013, and it's not anymore. Yeah, and so, like, Paddington's just like, oh, pip pip, so we'll take me in. And there's like a World War, is it World War Two parallel, where, yeah. like, the, the bear, the... Paddington's bear relative is like puts like the little tag around his neck that says like take care of this bear which is like from the original toy yeah that's like the thing like the Um, original toy Paddington toy is him with the hat and the coat and there's like a thing that says take care of this bear which also is like really dark for kids right yeah well they make a parallel to like in World War II when like kids were like sent to the countryside like in Britain oh like that yeah, that's the parallel. She like puts the thing around his neck, and it was it was like, um, there was a war in the explorer's country, with and they sent sent the kids away, and people took them into their homes, and someone will do that for you because they haven't forgotten about that. Oh, and, and I was just like, I didn't know God, that. This is a lot. Yeah, um, that's that was like the parallel they drew there, which I think was like very interesting and clever and also very sad <laughs> like, wow. yeah also apparently the way he gets his so he gets his name by he's found in paddington station um and that's like how he gets his name in the original fiction of paddington like oh, for the toy like, in, like, and like in- the children's book and stuff is like he's found by a kid under the sign for paddington station and she's like i'm gonna call you paddington Aww. um and this one he's found by a British family who needs to reconnect with each yes, other. Yes, <laughs> it is very classic. We are a family, and oh boy, do we not get along. <laughs> we we don't get along. The dad's, like, really uptight. The mom's, like, a little eccentric. She's, it's eccentric. It's, I love her, it's, though. It's uh, uptight dad, eccentric mom, cool yeah. daughter, and weird younger brother trope. Yeah. Also, there's an old lady who's, like, the tough grandma trope but she's not related to them yeah she's just like a housekeeper yeah. which i i forget often that that's pretty common in yes, britain <laughs> super common uh they live in yeah. west in london and that's also where the movie's filmed primarily oh nice uh so what did um, you think you said you thought it had some issues yeah i think the movie kind of like tries to like push like London, anyone can fit in in London. Like, that's, like, a through line of the film. Like, anyone can belong here. And then you see, like, the whole street of, like, West End, and, like, everyone is just white. (laughs) (laughs) And all of their neighbors are white. Everyone Paddington, like, almost everyone Paddington interacts with is white in this movie. Um, I noticed immediately upon watching the second one that that's (laughs) different in the second one. (laughs) Yeah, I think that they realized that... um, that wasn't gonna, gonna fly. We made everyone really white. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I I noticed it like immediately because there's like the the Doctor Who neighbor, um, Mr. Curry, who is like very uptight and racist. Yeah, he's like the traditional in my head. 
from talking to people now from London more often, he's like the traditional like old London neighbor who hates everybody and everything and is mm-hmm. a lot of bit racist. <laughs> but yeah, to, but like um, two bears because in the second one, he's not like racist to like an actual black person. No, he's not. Just just hates this yeah, bear. He hate, but he's like he hates bears. He's like bears don't belong here, which he isn't wrong he's not wrong like he has like, he hasn't said anything factually incorrect he's like there shouldn't be a bear here and i'm like you know what bro you have a really good point actually yeah if like if your neighbors just took in a random bear cub and they're like don't like, worry he talks sometimes that makes me more uh, wait no i'm more worried now why does this bear talk bears don't talk so what's wrong what's going on so yeah it's legitimate um oh but yeah, that's oh no, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I, that, yeah, it was just something that I noticed was like they 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 like kind of like talk about like how diverse London is, but they don't show it being yeah. diverse and like being a place where like everyone can be. So that was like a big gripe I had. <laughs> um, what I enjoy is they so two things. One, Paddington's voice is almost Colin Firth. It's not Colin. Firth. It was almost. Oh, almost. I thought you said was, and no, I was like, wait a they second. Were, it was almost him, which is just, like, hilarious to think about. <laughs> just a very... <laughs> di- he he filmed, like, half the movie, and they were like, he should not sound like an older man. Yeah, and he already sounds, like, maybe too old to be a bear yeah. cub. Like, they're kind of pushing it, because the guy who did pl- is Ben Wishaw, yeah. and I was like, why does that name sound familiar? And Ben Wishaw is the guy who played Q in the past couple Bond yep. movies. Um... So, I think he does a good job as Paddington. Yeah, I, but think the, I think what I enjoy the most is the film doesn't try to explain too much. Like they never, we never get mm-hmm. into like these bears, or you don't get into like. I also enjoy Paddington's like uh, bottomless optimism. Yeah, like it's he's Paddington is the classic character of like, uh, like a starry eyed kid. Where mm-hmm. he's so starry-eyed that it's unbelievable. Like, cause uh at one point Nicole Kidman's character, who's like the villain, breaks into their house. Her whole thing is turning rare and endangered species into taxidermy animals. She is like super evil Corella Deville. She is like she yeah. works at the Natural History Museum and is kidnapping animals at night. <laughs> yeah, so she can taxidermy them herself. Like at least like Cruella had like a guy do it. Like this lady is like, I'm gonna kill. Yeah, these I will. And do I'm gonna. Any, she's I'm, a monster. I'm gonna murder the sentient bear. Yeah. Like, uh, fun fact: Nicole Kidman took a taxidermy class to prepare for this role as well. Oh my god, she just went way too hardcore. For this Kid- so Nicole Kidman's dream was always to have a real Paddington bear live with her, oh my and god. she never got one, and so this was her chance. This was her Can you, She almost, her agent wasn't going to tell her about the role and then mentioned it over, like, coffee. Like, oh, they called me about this. Haha. And Nicole Kidman was like, I will do it for whatever money they will give me. <laughs> of everyone involved, Nicole Kidman went the hardest. And I'm, part of me is like, I'm sad she had to be the villain. I think she should have been Paddington's mom. Because I think she... <laughs> yeah, because she wanted it the most. And they were like, um, well, we haven't cast the villain yet. She's like, I'll, I'll do, do it. it. What, what, I'll what, do anything. What am I doing? You want to kill Paddington? Oh. Um, okay. Oh. Here I go. <laughs> and she, like, goes home to her Paddington shrine and she's just like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
But there's a scene where she, like, breaks into their house to try and kidnap and kill Paddington. She, like, repels down from the It's roof a lot. It's a in, lot. Into she the, drops, yeah. like, a tear she's gas canister. So, <laughs> yeah! She's got a blow dart, and she just, like, she's just, like, breaks into the security room at one point and, like, blow darts both guys in the back of the neck, and then- It's a lot. She's doing a lot. She is- She's- She- So she's, intense. She is a PG-13 villain easily. Easily in this Paddington movie. The fact they defeat her is wild, because she is much too well-trained for these, like, British family. Yeah, it's just like this, like, this British family managed to outsmart her. At one point, this family is running through the sewers. Is that in this movie? In the first one? Yeah, that's the first one. They're just, like, running through the sewers. Like, and I'm like, oh, gross. Yeah, oh, Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, no. You're in a major city. Nobody reacts. They're just ankle deep in sewage water. And nobody, they gotta get to Paddington. He's in danger. Um, But that whole scene happens, and she, like, almost burns down their house. And Paddington, like, yeah. again, Paddington's, like, optimism is, like, unbelievable. So the family thinks he, like, caused an accident, they just, and he won't tell the truth. Um, yeah. And I don't know, I just enjoy that. Also, after that, there's a bit where he goes to the, uh, like, the castle? That's where those guards are, right? Oh, yes, I liked this bit where, yeah, he's at the palace, and there's the, the guards with the big, tall Yeah, and the guard hats. lets, it's, like, raining, and the guard lets him come into the guard post, and he takes off his mm-hmm. hat and he has like a full dinner. <laughs> yeah, there's like just all this food stashed inside his hat and he's just handing things to Paddington. And it's very sweet and charming. It's very good. Uh that's a good scene. But yeah, I so I enjoyed it. I'd seen most of Paddington one when my partner watched it. Mm-hmm. And so it was a lot of like, oh I remember this. Uh Yeah. But I did not remember how intense Nicole Kidman's character was. She's so intense. I was surprised. I was just like, holy shit, what? But that, I mean, I have, I like, I looked up like trivia on Paddington 1 because I was, I Mm -hmm. tried, what I was trying to find was how they did the bathroom scene. Yes. Yeah. So there's a scene where uh, Paddington is like in the house for the first time. He's like trying to use a human bathroom, like brush his teeth and stuff. Yeah. And he breaks the toilet in the bathtub and he floods. He does the classic, like, the bathroom's now flooded. And. Yeah, I, I don't know at what point the tub loses the legs. Did I miss that? It, like, it does because it's funny, I believe. I don't think they show okay. it. I was no, like, it's, it's like a free. Suddenly the tub. I think it's meant to be like a freestanding tub, but you and I both know, like, it's attached to water somehow. They showed the feet at some point of the tub. It has, like, clawed, clawed feet. And then the feet disappear when it goes right. down the stairs. Anyway, that's some inconsistencies I noticed. <laughs> um, and I wanted to, fi- I was trying to figure out because the water is not CGI. Like, it's real water when that probably stunt yeah. double opens the door. Um, like, the ca- like Mr. Brown, the dad, opens the door and, like, water falls out of the room. And then Paddington CGI yeah. on the way, like, down the steps. But I'm like, that's real water. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, this, this CGI tub that comes. Yeah, it was real water, though. And so I just wanted to figure out, it- like... Did they get that in one? Did they do it twice? Like, is there like a water can't like, you know, I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, because you can't, that isn't how water would work. You wouldn't be able to fill a room with water like that. No, (laughs) it would leak out somewhere. So I'm like, unless they made an airtight cube, there's like somewhere on the set, they were like pouring water out of that room. But a lot of water. Yeah, that was a lot of water. Uh, Yeah, now, and then like, 
all of like the shenanigans that Paddington gets up to was like practically like, so when like the the toilet tank, which is like one of those ones that's like far up on the mm-hmm. wall, falls off the wall. Like all of that had to be rigged right. up because Paddington's not right, there exactly. So they had to do that like either like I don't know how they would do it exactly. Movies are magical, aren't they? Um, <laughs> other cool things: the director Paul King went to screenings of kids' movies to see what kids laughed at. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, this there was oh there was stuff about the creator Paddington. Um, hmm. Michael Bond, who is the author of Paddington, was extremely nervous about his character being made into a live action movie. But they showed Brenda. How much footage yes. do you think he saw before he was cool with it? Just that opener. He saw half a minute of test footage <laughs> and was like, you guys know what you're doing. I don't, I couldn't figure yeah, out what test like, footage they showed him, but he was like, yep. That's Paddington. That, That's my goes. boy. That's my baby boy. <laughs> um, um, his daughter went yeah. to the first screening and she cried. Oh. Seeing Paddington brought to life for the first time because she like grew up in that stuff. Yeah, like Paddington was everywhere. <laughs> also, I was I was Paddington happy that was their like, life. They, the offer and daughter just have a good relationship because a lot of times you find out kids' offers are like not good people. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, yeah, like oh, I never talked to my dad. He was too busy. <laughs> he was busy and awful and never never paid yeah. attention to me. You know who you are, author. You're dead. Yeah, you. you know I know you, you hear me. <laughs> um. If you compare Paddington to, like, other live-action CGI mm-hmm. movies, so say, like, Smurfs, mm-hmm. Chipmunks, mm-hmm. it's, like, very stark, is a very stark difference. Because, like, with, like, Smurfs and Chipmunks, you get, like, the sense that they're, like, trying to understand what kids like, and they don't understand it. So there's, like, product placement and dance numbers <laughs> and, like... Trolls. <laughs> <laughs> the entirety of trolls, <laughs> you know, like... um. And that it's just all all that is missing from Paddington. Um, Paddington is a movie that doesn't try to like talk down to right. kids, and I really both of them are like that, and I really appreciate it because that just makes it like a better movie in the long There's run. There's no like look at the camera moment because Paddington as a character is the whole moment. Yeah, like his uh like youthful optimism is like the entirety of like look at the camera moment and so they don't need to do that mm-hmm. They're like we'll just put all of that in paddington and that's like his characters it's like youthful optimism and then they don't they don't need to do anything else really as long as they lean into that and it works uh yeah yeah that's that's paddington one yeah i think it's solid i think it's um filmed there's some gorgeous scenes mm-hmm some gorgeous like set pieces it's a beautiful yeah. film also um, the fur in paddington too yeah the fur. the fur i was very impressed by the fur 2014 fur yeah, very impressed up. but padding but perfect movie only, paddington too he only gets like fuzzier in paddington he does it i noticed that immediately i was like this bear fuzzy's been dialed up to <laughs> a thousand like, it was what's 2016 now so they're like yeah we have like three more years of fuzz technology yeah, we we have all of this um, advancements in fur technology. <laughs> We've only grown stronger. Yeah, funny exactly. enough, it had a it had a smaller budget, probably really? because they didn't have to pay Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, that that would make <laughs> sense. Could... But they did. Is um who played the villain in this one? It was Hugh Grant. Ooh, he is fi- Hugh Grant. 
Maybe Hugh Grant was cheaper. <laughs> I mean, Hugh Grant is playing a washup actor. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I was like watching it. I was like, ha ha. And then I was like, what has Hugh Grant been in recently, actually? Wait. Oh, oh nothing. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, he played this role from his heart. <laughs> <laughs> because the budget is $40 million versus $55 million U.S. And I'm like, is that just Nicole Kidman's paycheck? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> nothing, like, Paddington looks better. Nothing else feels less. There's, like, a train chase. <laughs> There's a whole train chase, and I feel like there's, like, bigger set pieces and, like, more, like, staged (laughs) scenes that, like, took a lot of, like, coordination. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, why is this one costless? I don't Mm. know. Uh, It made about the same. It made $228 Maybe it was because there was, like, less less CGI bears in this one. I guess so. There's just Paddington, mostly. There's just Paddington, and there's, yeah, they didn't have the whole, like, because the first one, the whole, like, jungle... Peru stuff, I, I think, is like all CGI. I don't think they went to a jungle. Yeah, they didn't. They like you see Paddington's relative at the very beginning for a little bit, and then elsewhere once or yeah. twice in the movie, and that's it. So maybe, I don't know. That's interesting. The tag- There's a full dance number at the end. There of is this a full one. dance number in like uh, prison. It's really bizarre. Um, <laughs> the tagline for Paddington is "Small bear, big trouble." That's true. That. That's about it. Uh, (laughs) But this one, Paddington has made all of their neighborhood in West End London. They named the neighborhood. I forget what it is. But they've made, he's made like their block the like happiest block in the fucking world. Paddington makes this block function. (laughs) You You see later on in the movie that nobody on this block can function without Paddington now. He's become an integral part of their lives. He's a pillar of the community. Um, He is. But yeah, everyone's like happy, and it's, it's soon it's his his aunt's name is Aunt Lucy, and her birthday's coming up, and he's got to send her a gift. Yeah, and so he finds that he goes to like this antique shop, which we see in the first movie, um, and the guy who owns the antique shop's like, oh, there's this fair in town, um, and we have all these like old collectibles from the owner of the fair, like the founder yeah. of the fair, and there's some really cool stuff here. And so like they're going through the box. Let's see if there's something here for Aunt Lucy. So they're going there's through the box. There's a few bits of like and old toys. Old toys. And then Paddington finds this pop-up book, which she calls a popping yeah. book. <laughs> oh the popping book. Oh the popping book. <laughs> the popping book. Yeah, the, um he find- <laughs> the antique runner talks weird. He just talks weird. I think he's meant to be like English isn't his first language. Like his oh, he's, yeah, he's German. German. They mentioned that in the first movie because there's another World War Two oh, reference. Because right. um, he's just like when I came to London, like you know, like things were really bad for me in Germany, and then I came to London, everyone was very welcoming, and I'm like, wow, we have so many World we War Two references it, guys. in this bear World movie. World War Two happened. War Two, it happened. <laughs> so yeah, he's uh, he's German. Anyway, it's a pop so, book. Anyway. The popping, popping book, book of London specifically. Yeah, so it's like got all of like these landmarks around London and they pop up and it's like incredibly detailed. And so Paddington's just like, Look, Aunt Lucy's a tea boo. Aunt Lucy is a tea boo. Aunt Lucy is a tea boo. No. Not Aunt Lucy. Aunt Lucy's a Tiaboo. Anyway, Aunt Lucy's a Tiaboo. She like, yeah. <laughs> and he's got to get her this book because she's a fucking Tiaboo and she needs this antique book. 
But it's expensive. Yeah, because it's the only one of its kind. It costs it, a thousand pounds? It's. I think that was the amount. They don't say the exact amount, but I think it's implied to be a thousand pounds. Like, Paddington so. takes a coin out, and he's like, you'll need a thousand more of those coins. I was like, is a coin a dollar? Or are we talking like 50 bucks? Hey. Because <laughs> I think he could ask the family for 50 hey, bucks. everyone out there. Room. I don't know how British money works, and I don't know if I care, but are coins dollars? Yeah. How does that work for you? Is they that have nice? paper money, right? It, they do, yeah. Is paper money like $100? Well, I you know what? Know. So in Japan, a dollar yes. is a coin. Yeah, lots of coins. And like paper money is like big. It's like, I think a paper money is like $10 and up. Mm-hmm. So it could be a thousand anyway it cost a lot of money that he doesn't have because he's he's just a bear he is, he, he's a bear so now he has to get a job now paddington has to enter the workforce <laughs> the first the first like arc of this movie is paddington trying to get a job <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty good it's good it's very solid lots of like paddington like shenanigans because he always gets into trouble that he doesn't mean to he's very well-meaning but he's very clumsy and the teens yeah, are weird so now. he gets a job That's at a barber the family the family What's is that? all oh, going the teens, through like yeah. midlife crisis like the mom wants to st- the mom's like a graphic artist she makes like adventure yeah. books but she wants to now swim she the wants- channel of to from london <laughs> to <French>. france <laughs> yeah uh, um, because she wants to have her own adventure the dad's having a midlife crisis and doing yoga because he doesn't get a promotion at work Yep. Uh, the daughter gets dumped by her boyfriend and now runs a essentially a zine newspaper. She finds like a printing press in her school and is like, this is mine now and I will print wherever I want with it. Mm-hmm. And no one stops her. And the son is no longer uh, weird. Now he's cool. And his name is J-Dog, which is the most <laughs> believable 2017 point of this movie is a white kid being like, my name is J-Dog now. But he still loves. Yeah, he, he loves steam engines. He built like a he built like a steam engine in their basement or some shit. And I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> yeah, like a functioning <laughs> steam engine. So he knows all about like, trains. He knows like the intricacies every, of trains. Everything else, I'm like believable. And they're like, "Yeah, he built a steam engine." Hold up. <laughs> 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 Who gave this kid the tools to build a steam engine in his house? Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, but has gotta get a job. <laughs> He gets a job at a barber yep. shop that goes badly. He gets a job washing windows, which I think eventually he does get that yeah. down. And he washes the windows of like one of his cranky neighbors. Yep. He he literally oh. lets the sun and there's a like the movie starts and everyone loves Paddington except this guy who's like fuck you, Pat. But it's not the <laughs> racist neighbor. He doesn't say hi to him. It's like a new. Crank- yeah. they were like, will it be Peter Capaldi? Will he be the neighbor that's cranky he saves? And they're like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> we'll make a new cranky <laughs> Well, like, at, at the end of, like, the first Paddington, like, that neighbor, like, saves Paddington's yeah. life. Like, realizes, like, maybe I should let this lady taxidermy this bear. But then in this one, he's, like, back to, like, get this bear yeah. away oh, from oh, me. Like my favorite bit from the first one, he calls Nicole Kidman yeah. Honeypot, and she honeypots him. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I didn't catch it the first time I watched it, and every time I called her honeypot, I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking good. That's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's like, that's that's like one of those things that like would go over a kid's head. Yeah. <laughs> like, because you say, I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's back so. to me. So he cleans, 
the windows of his cranky neighbor and then he falls in love with the newspaper like seller yeah um so paddington saves everyone's life he he makes everyone a better person and everyone's life mm-hmm. he needs and he's gonna buy this popping book and he has the money but washed up actor hugh grant has arrived on the scene and he <laughs> wants the popping book because it's a map to a secret treasure Jeez. and he steals it and Paddington gets accused and goes to jail because he gave the judge a bad haircut, which yep. is maybe the most apt description of the justice system. <laughs> Pretty much. And then, like, I I didn't expect for this movie to be Paddington is in jail. Paddington for is in jail for most of this movie, everybody. So you're like, oh, I'm going into like having another whimsical bear adventure, and then Paddington's in jail for the entire. Pretty of the much, film. he makes friends with all the inmates. He makes them better people. Uh, my favorite yeah. is the chef Knuckles, who is Knuckles with a capital N. He does not spell his name, and like the captions kept saying Knuckles with a K. Like he clearly states his name is Knuckles with an N, not a K. Yeah, and then he shows that he has it written on his knuckles, which should have enough to write Knuckles, but it's N U C K, and then an apostrophe S. So he's got an apostrophe on one of his knuckles, which I think is like a really good bit. Knuckles, Knuckles. <laughs> uh knuckles has social anxiety so i feel for him he's afraid yeah. everyone hates his cooking which they do in the start but they they learn to love it because he gets better at cooking with paddington yeah. he like gets pride in his work he, and it's, yeah it's pretty good so two is like i cried like the whole time mm-hmm. uh because it's like the big through line is like paddington wants to make his aunt proud who you see in the opening, literally saved his life. He was, like, yeah. going to fall off a water. It's pretty nondescript how he got there, but he's, like, drowning and about to fall off a waterfall. And his his who becomes his aunt saves him. Like, they weren't related. She, like, pulls him out of the river. Yeah, they mentioned in the first one, they were, like, Paddington that Paddington's parents were dead. But they don't show you, like, why or, like, how he met his aunt and uncle or like, you know, and you don't know if like they are related or if they're not. And you learn in the second one that they're not, that Lucy saved yeah. his life um, and took him in. And like uh, Lucy and then the uncle Pestuso, um, they always planned that they were going to go to London together. Um, and then they're sitting on this bridge eating marmalade and they're oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, we're going to go, like, gonna go like, London the next week. Yeah. And then they find Paddington. They're like, well, we can't go to London with a baby, yep. baby bear. Like, so we got to stay here. And so and one Paddington of them never makes it to yeah, London. Paddington's <laughs> like, I got to get her this popping book because she's a Tia Boone. She never made it to London, uh, which mm-hmm. is his big thing. He's like, I have to get her. So, like, she, I'm her only relative. She's turning 100. You guys yeah. don't understand. Um, and you also, you see Paddington lose all hope in humanity at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Because he is in jail. But his family's like, we're going to get you out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the inmates are like, they're going to forget you. And then there's a visitation where they don't make it because they're trying to get him out. But he doesn't know. Yeah. Because in this setting, you can only see them once a month and they can't call you. Which is not how jail works, but it works. for Like, (laughs) they're like, come on. Just like, he's a talking bear we put in jail. (laughs) We put a bear in jail. (laughs) So he breaks out. And then his inmate friends also betray him. Because they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, we are, we were criminals. We are fleeing the country. We gotta go, or we'll go back <laughs> forever. So, bye, Paddington. And Paddington's like, what? Betrayal? Yeah. No. And so he loses faith in humanity, but 
I think they realized that was Juicehead because it lasts like 10 minutes before it's back. Yeah, I kind of figured they weren't, weren't going to drag that out. And that's... <laughs> Paddington's just like, I live to get this popping book and then I can die. <laughs> <laughs> um, The whole subplot is Hugh Grant on a treasure hunt. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Uh, he's like a washed up actor, master of disguise, and you find out his grandpa was like the original like evil treasure hunter of this popping books story. Yeah, he's like the descendant of an evil magician. And he's trying to get the treasure of the lady his um, ancestor yep. killed. And that's it. That's children's movie. Brendan Gleeson (laughs) is who plays Knuckles. He's the other super big famous actor. He's won like BFTA (sighs) awards and Golden Globes. And what's really funny is looking at his like known movies. Braveheart, Michael Collins, Gangs of New York, Kingdom in Heaven, Cold Mountain, Troy, Paddington 2. (laughs) Knuckles. (laughs) Paddington 2 and Knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's like... 28 days later, Paddington 2. <laughs> Jesus. That, like... You just... Yeah. It really is astonishing to me. And I, I and I think maybe it shouldn't be, but it's I always feels like kids' movies get, like, these big, giant names, and they're always like, oh, yeah, I love Winnie the Pooh. I'd do anything for that boy. <laughs> yeah, but this one, you really feel like they want to be there, like, with, like... Smurfs, you get the feeling that Neil Patrick Harris doesn't even know what yeah. a Smurf is. Exactly. Like, and and um, Garfield, who is in Garfield? I don't think he's important. No. Um, who, who is in Chipmunks? Is it Sonic? No. No, Ch- uh, Sonic guy was in um, Hop. But I, you also get the feeling in that one that he'd never seen a bunny <laughs> before. What the... <laughs> Who's, who's the CGI animal in this one? A rabbit. What the fuck is a rabbit? I've shut, never heard of a rabbit. Please show me a up. picture. What is a Sonic? I cannot believably... <laughs> what's a Sonic? I cannot believably act across from this. He points to, like, a bunny. Uh, <laughs> How am I supposed to imagine this in the space? Hey, James? Jason? I don't remember. Um, Bunnies are real. <laughs> what? But in this, everyone, like, loves and knows Paddington. Uh, the mom from for the Browns is Sally Hawkins, who's in Shape of Water. She finished... That's yeah, who! Oh! She finished making Shape of Water and doing her, un- like, very uh, demanding underwater scenes for Shape of Water, because, uh, you know... <laughs> and flew from Canada to London to start production for Paddington 2, only for the first scenes to be all the underwater scenes. <laughs> no. And she's just like, I never want to see water again. <laughs> she's like, what's the first scene? It's like, we want to do the hardest one first. Yeah. So get in the fucking water. Because this movie has a train chase that ends with her jumping off of like a 40 foot high bridge into water to save Paddington's life before he drowns to death. God, there's just like, that scene is so devastating. Um, spoilers for Paddington 2. Where she... <laughs> Spoilers. Where she's like Paddington's down there locked in that um yeah. caboose and he can't get out and like they're just kinda like like looking at each other through this narrow gap oh and like holding yes. hands. <laughs> There's a moment of recognition where he like looks at her and he nods his head no and they just hold hands as she waits for Paddington to fucking die. 
that is like the most incredible like CGI acting I've seen in my life. I was just like, yeah, it's way harder than Toy Story three because they're just all fake. But you're once again met with like, like, Pat, am I gonna watch this children's character die? Yeah, am I gonna watch Paddington die with my own two eyes? Like, it it feels like he's like you're like who's gonna who's gonna come and save him? I'm like because you you know that the the um the escaped like criminals are like in a plane, and you're like a plane's not gonna be able to dive into the water and save Paddington. So like, what's like how how do we get out of this situation? They really uh they really sell making you think like. He, like, there's even the moment where he has, like, an air bubble leave his nose. Like, he's about to stop holding his breath. You're like, hey, this is PG, right? You can't just kill Paddington, yeah. can you? And then, that's why there's not a Paddington <laughs> 3. Paddington <laughs> fucking died. Furiously Googling, can you kill someone in and PG And the rest movie? of, yeah, the rest of Paddington 2 is just a fever dream. <laughs> that's the, that's the grimdark interpretation. No, he died in that. Like I post that on Reddit, just like his uh, brain shutting down. Paddington two actually died in the caboose. I like that he's Paddington (laughs) two now. That he's no longer. (laughs) He's no more. He's Paddington no more. (laughs) He's Paddington two. (laughs) C doesn't die, everybody. But you'll have to watch it to find out. Uh, But he's not dead. There is. They are making Paddington three. Oh, thank God! I I didn't know how much I wanted a third one until I watched these two. Back Great back. Yeah, it is officially underworks as they announced it uh, February this year. Can't wait to see where this family's at in this yeah, installment. I really want to know because also like it's funny. Cause, so like the first one happens and the brother is like a kid, and the second one happens and it's mm-hmm. been real life like three or four years, three years. Um, but they make it seem like Penny has been there like a year. I'm like, hey, kids don't grow that much in a year, even with puberty. <laughs> you, you- yeah, and it's. <laughs> It's like that that meme of like the the sad doge and the the beefy doge. <laughs> <It's> just that. <laughs> like you can't eat. That's not how much people grow in a year. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. It's uh, the reason apparently it like took a while was the I didn't realize that the first one was distributed by the Weinstein Company, um. uh, which went bankrupt after you know he did all his disgusting shit and got caught finally so they like they were still it was up in the air but it's now a warner brothers property yes i noticed that with like when i watched the second one because the second one has a warner brothers intro but the first one had an edited weinstein intro so it was like the weinstein logo but they did not refer to it as the weinstein company here's Uh the movie and you're like wait what (laughs) like you get that like fight or flight (laughs) moment where it's like weinstein oh no Um, but yeah, Paddington 2 is, like, very, very, it feels toned down in that the bad guy isn't a ninja taxidermist. Yeah, it's like, um, Hugh Grant's not, I mean, Hugh Grant is a threat, but isn't a threat. Not as much as, like, this, (laughs) yeah, this lady is an assassin, and she can, like, rappel down from a roof, and, like, break into your house, and, like, use blow darts with surprising accuracy, and- the security room of a train station, like through the air ducts. She's yeah. like a trained assassin by like R- Rachel Ghoul or some shit. Uh, Essentially, she's like Black Widow, <laughs> you, but like evil. Hugh Grant is just like a dude 
who wants he's a guy he's a washed up yeah washed up actor who like has to act in like dog food commercials and makes this like appearance at a a, like a fair like to open a carnival he wants to steal a book a popping a popping book to find money Money, like treasures and then okay so like at the end he, he goes around london and he collects like all of like the letters which are musical notes yeah. on an organ and he like puts the notes in and then like pettiton shows up and like steals the book back and then like the treasure chest and closes immediately and like he, he immediately forgets the sequence so he can't just like open it back up take the treasure and be gone he has to like go catch padding so did you also think why again. did you write them down in the book exclusively yeah, why didn't you put them on a piece of paper and not bring the book? Like, why do you have to bring the book? I mean, I know, like, I get story-wise you like, had to bring the book, but... Yeah. That's one of those things where you're like, I'd be a better villain. Like, you just leave, like, you don't even, like, just... Don't even get on the fucking train. Wait for it to be in the next town over. Go buy a ticket to the fair. Yeah. Like... Touch the organ, steal them. The, you don't have to do anything. You're like, oh, I opened the last one. I wanted to come see. Do you think it'd be cool if I, like, I used to play piano... When I was a kid, do you think it'd be cool if I, like, stayed and played the organ and everyone left? They're probably like, yeah, sure, I don't care, man. I'm a carny. I'm not paid enough for this shit. And just, like, what are you what yeah. are you fucking doing, dude? What are you doing? God. Now you're fighting a bear on a train. <laughs> <laughs> you're fighting a bear on a train. What is your life right now? <laughs> it's a, like, it's a it's, lot. Also, the family steals a train. There's no repercussions for that. <laughs> no, they commandeer a train no one finds out i was like there's a conductor somewhere like hey where's the train i'm supposed to drive (laughs) yeah they like steal this whole train (laughs) they like there's a lot of like damage to the train (laughs) in the end and like you know paddington went to jail for 10 years for like supposedly breaking into his friend's person he knows yeah they're like they're paw prints like like, hasn't he been in that store yeah like the and like the guy who owns the shop is just like paddington wouldn't do that um let's not charge paddington and they're just like nope paddington also, they goes never, to jail they never, like, and like, get the book they're like you stole the book he's like i i literally don't have it. And like we know you have it but we don't need it goodbye you're in jail <laughs> we don't yeah like which uh, not surprised but <laughs> true uh they're like, like well there's paw prints and we saw you leaving. He's like, I was yelling, stop thief. Well, if you're in He rides a dog. He does. That's cool. He has like they a dog friend him. because he's a pillar of this community. <laughs> yeah, he runs around on this dog for a while. I it's hope pretty cool. Wolfie is in uh, the third one as the family's dog. I hope so, too. Someone needs to yeah, take Wolfie care of Yeah, Wolfie is like a street dog Wolfie. that Paddington feeds. I was like, Paddington, you should take him home. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. Pat, like, this is a purebred, like, Irish wolfhound. Is that what that breed is called? I, I don't know the breeds of dogs, and I'm too nervous to ask about it now. <laughs> I think he's an Irish wolfhound. Big boy. Big big curly boy. Um, and, yeah, like, you kind of want at the end, like, for, for them to be like, oh, now Wolfie lives with yeah. them, but they don't do that, so. Wolfie just kind of disappears after that first act. <laughs> Someone on the wiki named what kind of train it is they, they stole. It is... It is an that. LNER Peppercorn Class A1, a London and North Pepper- London and North Eastern Railway Peppercorn A Class oh A1 God. train. I love how wikis like always bring out train and car people. <laughs> it's like somebody um, was like, "No, it's not just a train." I'm like, "Fucking 
It's yeah. this specific kind of train. The, the Detective Conan Wiki has, like, a page just for the types of cars people wow. drive. And it's not just, like, Agasa has, like, a Beetle. It's, like, it is this model of Beetle and is this color is manufactured wow. this year and for everyone. So there's, like, a whole page of, like, dozens of cars people have driven. Wow. <laughs> it's so good. That's incredible. It's so... I love it. I just love how people love things. Um... Oh, the pop-up book? The popping book? You could... That was a real thing you could get as a collector's item. Yeah, there were really? six of them. They only made... Oh, wow. I I don't know. Like, that's one of those things I'm like, is someone like... I have the pop-up book from... There's gotta be a lot of... It's a big thing in London, I bet. I'm sure that yeah. was like a huge... That must have been like a thing there. Uh, yeah. Also, this was Hugh Grant's favorite movie that he's been in. Aw, that's nice. It's, I, it, you know what? When you're a big actor, it must be like feel easy to be in a kids movie. Not that like they don't bring it. I mean, Nicole Kidman took like a fucking taxidermy class, and you never, you never yeah. see her do any taxidermy. Ever she funny. never, not no. once. Unless they cut those scenes too, because they were like, maybe we shouldn't have a graphic taxidermy scene in this PG <laughs> kids she showed movie. Up, like <laughs> spinning a knife. So when's my taxidermy scene? Hey, Nicole, this movie's rated PG. She like holds up a taxidermy squirrel. So I did this for nothing. I did I this for mean, nothing. <laughs> it's a conversation. P- y- yes, yes, you did. She like throws the squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> like the people love Paddington and bring it, but it must feel easier because like I can't imagine they're doing like eight hundred takes of like the carnival opening scene or whatever. You know, like they would do for a bigger production. Where yeah. They're like all right. Now say your opening carnival speech again, but this time feel whatever. There's like lower stakes. So you actually probably maybe get a more genuine yeah. performance. They're like, all right, Hugh Grant, you are a washed up actor. Um, you know, your drive is, you know, and he's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the role I was put in. <laughs> I I know who I am. I know that I'm not um, award winner Hugh Grant anymore. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... You might see this as a fall, but I see this as an improvement <laughs> of how my life has been lately. <laughs> uh... Are you I'm done. Yeah, it's it's uh Paddington Two is pretty fucking great. Uh, it's great, and I think they were both, both fun. fun. I cried a lot in Paddington Two, just a lot, and yeah, I don't know. Both they're both worth your time. They are. I think that's gonna I wrap think it that's up there. It about pa- Paddington Three's coming it's in the pipeline. Everybody, get ready. Well, whenever Paddington Three arrives, we we'll will be, be there. We'll be right there. Midnight premiere of Paddington 3. You think I won't? You think I won't? (laughs) You think I won't? I went to see Tron Legacy. Jesus. (laughs) Brenda, you've seen so many movies in theater that just didn't deserve your time or money. (laughs) Oh, truly, I have. (laughs) Truly, truly. Truly outrageous. Uh, I know. (laughs) Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Next week episode 49 and then it's episode hey everybody 50, which one? our twitter's a year old which means we're about a year old happy, happy birthday, birthday to us happy you see birthday. brenda we're not 30 we're one 
We We're are one. baby. And baby is going to go <laughs> take a nap nap. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Secret Histories of Nerd Mysteries. Our music was provided by Esperanza Garay Negron, and you can find their music on Bandcamp at knifenun.bandcamp.com. Our introduction was voiced by Cafe3G. You can find him under that handle on Twitter and Instagram. This podcast is a part of the Nacelle Cast Podcast Network. You can find us at Nerd Mysteries on Twitter. The show is edited and produced every week by the amazing host Brenda. And as a reminder, please, please, please... If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, throw us a five-star review. Helps the show out a lot. Tell a friend about the show. And until next time, historians, see ya.